0: Hey, this is John Fuller along with Dr. Danny Huerta, and we're going to get right into the conversation that Focus President Jim Daly and I had with Dr. Roland Warren, who addressed growing up in a single-parent home.
1: Your mom, Angie, as you wrote in the book, so I'm not you know, yeah. outing you, but it's good for people to connect with real-life experiences. Yeah. So your family, again, experienced all of this. So your mom had a lot of loss. Describe it. Yeah. Explain it. And what you
2: and your mom dealt with, trying to figure out what do we do? Yeah, well, my mom, you know, she lost her mother when she was was nine years old uh, to cancer, and then my my grandfather very quickly, within almost a year, uh, remarried. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I, just going through and looking at the story, there's the loss of my mom. And then I, at least as I talked to her, it almost felt that she lost her dad, too, because he was so quick uh, to find a wife. Now, she had, she was one of, of, of five sisters. So I, I'm confident that, that maybe my grandmother said, hey, you need <laughs> – these girls need a, a mom. But my, I don't know that my mother really viewed it that way. Uh, she got pregnant when she was 16, 17 years old, met my dad. Uh, and uh, they got married uh, very shortly thereafter. And then, um, then the relationship began to fray um, after some years and he wasn't around anymore. So there's that loss. And then when I was uh, eight and my older brother was 10, uh, we were on vacation and he drowned. Tragically, while we were on vacation, there's that loss, and so you know it's really interesting. As I started to look at my mom's story, it's just loss after loss after loss after loss, and you know just me observing how she handled loss and what she modeled for us. Yeah, it really was more of sort of you just power through this. You don't stop. You don't process. You don't grieve. Uh, We didn't celebrate my brother's birthdays. We really didn't talk about him anymore. We just, in a lot of ways, just sort of erased him out of out of that, and so. Um, You know, I started to kind of think about loss sort of the same way. And and even with my dad, um, I I realized over time that me not really processing that loss of relationship and the loss of having a father who was involved in my life the way that other dads were, it really had an impact on me. It was impacting me uh, even as a father uh, in a lot of ways as well.
1: You know, so often we talk about processing loss, processing that dark cloud that happened in our life. I don't know that everybody understands what does that mean. Uh, What does it mean to process that?
2: Well, the first step in that really is, frankly, acknowledging it. Just calling it for what it is. Just calling it what it is. And don't try to reframe it or repackage it into something that it's not. And I think that that's one of the key roles that a single mom can play with her son is, is really calling that loss a loss and acknowledging and talking hurt, about it and talking about it it yeah. hurts that he's not here yeah. I get that yeah. and you know I think that you know and frankly it's a loss for her too and that's a lot of times why I think that it's difficult for a single mom to do that because then acknowledging that loss and that means that it takes you to a place of, of pain and rejection and hurt in some ways and so you don't want to go there so therefore you're not really equipping your son to go there yeah. and that can lead to some problems which, which are problematic for him yeah you know one
1: thing in hearing your mom's story and I ha- haven't had the privilege of meeting your mom, but she represents women, right? Yeah. And one of the things I've noticed talking to our guests, our female guests that are here, women have an incredible capacity to look at themselves first. Mm-hmm. And often that comes with guilt, Yeah. right? So they're saying... Um, what did I do wrong? What was my role in this? I see it in Jean. I mean, she starts really with her own heart. Yeah, I think men tend to start with the other guy. It's <laughs> the way we're wired. You know, it's our yeah. ego or whatever. It's their fault. They did that. Speak to that with your mom. Did you ever talk about any guilt that she may have felt that mm-hmm. she owned the burden of some of the
2: things that were going on? Well, you know, interesting with my mom, I, I, you know, what I saw from from her example for me was. You know, and in a lot of ways, as it pertained to these kinds of things, she really just kind of shut down. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of ways, she just sort of powered down and really sort of just kind of moved through what we were going through. Yeah. And kind of, I always say it, like like a linebacker. You know, she just takes the hit. Just get up and go. You just get up and go, and that was really what was modeled. And I and I think that probably embedded in a lot of that, unless she never talked to me about it. My mom passed away a couple of years ago, but. You know one of the things was really sort of admitting the anger that you have that's there. you're talking about how do you process this law? you got to admit that there is some anger that's there uh because of the loss that you have right. uh, related to this, and then also allowing then for the grief that comes related to that yeah, and I think that i from my standpoint, I didn't see those two pieces as much in my mom's life, and I talked to a lot of single moms, and I think that that's a problem that that can can be there that can exist
1: boy, that's a gold nugget for people yeah. to take away mm-hmm. you know I think mental health experts would say talk about that pain because that's going to help you heal. And, uh, you know, I think the word is replete with examples of getting things out into the open,
0: into the light. Danny, that was so uh, vulnerable of Roland to share how his mom just couldn't take the time to process what she'd been through. You were talking earlier Mm -hmm. uh, in a previous episode about kind of soul care and taking care of me. That's so important, especially for single moms. Um,
3: and it may feel counterintuitive.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How could it possibly? This. Right. But, so, um, speak to the single mom who needs to figure out how to grieve well, and how to help their children grieve well, if dad walked out.
3: This is so challenging, John. This is a challenging place. There's uh, grief feels uncomfortable, and uh, many times uh, people will say, well, "We want to grieve well." What, what does that even look like to you when you're thinking grieving well? And it means going through the uncomfortable emotions with your kids and normalizing the fact that this wasn't supposed to happen. I'm so thankful that we've brought someone like Dr. Rolland on the show and uh, to talk about single motherhood that is so difficult for moms. And and uh, as we've previously discussed, it's a it's a very exhausting type of role. Yet there's a lot of hope in there, and I want to I want to just I tell moms that this is an opportunity when you pour into your kids in a grief space you fuel your family to learn how to do love well and how to move forward this is where you have the establishing of a foundation Talk about how to express emotions in your home. Uh, Maybe you can have an emotions chart for your kids depending on their age. I wish
0: I would have had one of those, by the way, as as we had kids in the house.
3: Oh, man, I love those Mm -hmm. because then it gives you new words. Oh, yeah, I feel more like that. Mm -hmm. And for kids to start early, it helps them feel understood. And most of the time with grief, they want to think within the context of how is this going to affect me. Are we going to be okay? Are we going to be safe? And so go there first and give them a sense of security and then uh, answer questions as they come up. You don't need to give all the details and all the, all the ins and outs as to why dad left. But if, as they ask questions, take your time and uh, age appropriately answer those questions. And I would encourage you again to go to John uh, 12 to 17 And I love in in chapter 14 where Jesus says, I have brought a helper for you. And then at the end of that, when he says, I brought the Holy Spirit, he says, rise, let us go from here. What does that look like for your home? Mm -hmm. Where if you have that helper, rise, let us go from here. And then immediately he puts abide. And we talked about in the previous episode that abiding in his love, abiding in him, apart from me you can do nothing. This is where your family can begin to learn how to abide in Christ because he can heal those wounds. He heals the wounds of the brokenhearted. And sometimes your kids will bring behaviors and emotions that are at the most inconvenient times that are popping and exploding because of some of these things Mm -hmm. and go deeper there. It was tough, the dead left, huh? It was, uh, what's going on below this? instead of reacting to the behaviors and escalating mm-hmm. go to the deeper places and patiently go there with compassion and i realize many times you're probably tired and not wanting to go a little deeper but that's going to be helpful for your child to learn how to uh, how to self regulate how to yes. manage all that mm-hmm. world that feels like it's going chaotic and uh, then look for help. That's It's great to model with your kids. It's okay to see a counselor, pastor, talk to other people as you're trying to navigate all the emotions and, and pain that you're trying to, mm-hmm. to go through.
0: Yeah, and if you're struggling with where to start, um, start with the phone call to focus on the family. We have a yes. terrific team of caring Christian counselors, and uh, they will uh, listen to you. They'll offer some insights, maybe... Uh, a resource or two that would be of help for you in your specific situation, and that can connect you with somebody in your own area, if that would be helpful. Uh, We're a phone call away, 800-the-letter-A-and-the-word-family. Just call and request to speak with one of our counselors. And if you've been encouraged by our ministry at any step along the way in your journey as a mom or a dad, I wonder if you'd prayerfully consider donating. Please do. Uh, This ministry relies on your generosity to continue producing uh, resources like uh, podcasts and offering books and having a counseling team. I mean, that counseling team is uh, provided for you as a free resource because of our generous donors. They make it possible. Uh, Maybe you can donate to the ministry today. I hope so. If you can, uh, for a gift of any amount, we'll send a copy of Rollin's book, Raising Sons of Promise, A Guide for Single Mothers of Boys. Uh, Be generous as you can and request that book. And by the way, if you're a single mom and you don't have the resources from which to give right now, let us know that and we'll send the book to you and we'll trust that donors will cover the cost of that. Uh, The details are in the show notes. Next time, how to handle unhealthy guilt as a mom. We'll have Ashley Willis back. And uh, for now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.